chaos is everywhere. How's it going? Fine, I guess. Okay, good to hear. I'm sorry, they didn't get all personal with you right off the bat. Well, hey everybody, welcome to KSFL Frontier. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist, and that guy over there, you stay away from this picnic basket. That's our device. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it, whatever. (laughs) And uh, today we're watching some Star Trek Voyager, uh, Season 1, Episode 9, Emanations. Um, which deals strongly with the afterlife and uh, euthanasia. So let's get into this lighthearted episode. It's a real party episode. Um, I like it. Anyway, let's get going with it. Uh, I'm at zero. You good to go? Uh, yes, sir. All right, we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. At some point today, I had a really good intro for you, and I forgot what it was. That's so, so that's why I went with Picnic Basket. Also, right off the bat, I want to do this before I forget, because I looked it up. Right there, Janeway said the Federation scientists know of 224 elements. Um, in our own real world, we know about 118. So they've just added about 100 or so elements to the periodic table since our time at this point. You know, whatever. Yeah, sounds about right. You find those, you find new stuff all over the place all the time, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, <laughs> without giving anything else away, they're basically just around like a Saturn-like place where they're detecting this new elements inside the rings of this planet. So, interesting. Yeah. No subtitles for this one. Really. Yup. Subtitles are working for me. What the hell's going on with you and the subtitles for Voyager? No subtitles for this episode. Interesting. That's so God weird. Blessed. You're sure that it's on? It's just not that you turned. Yeah, off I just I just double checked and then I turned it off and turned it back on to see. And this is on my computer too. This isn't on the. This isn't on like my Xbox where like it only comes in like black lettering, so I can't see it. So weird. What because we we hit that episode the last time where there were no subtitles. Um, I think we just yeah. you turned up the volume. So you want to just turn it up a little bit so you can sort of hear what they're saying. Yeah, I'm gonna do the ye old. I got my I got a headset on, so I'm doing the ye old uh, one headphone on, other off. Gotcha. Yeah, it'd probably be good for our recording if we could hear ourselves as we record these. But you know what? I don't have those kind of headphones, and I'm not gonna buy them right now. So. Don't worry, we found a class five humanoid. I don't know what class five means. Oh, you know, what's that thing? I'm guessing it's uh, an alien that looks like a human in makeup. That would make the most sense. Appears to be dead. A lot of dead. Can't tell. It's It's wrapped up with no way to breathe so tightly. It's hard for me to tell if it's dead or not. Probably just sleeping, really. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, they're all just sleeping. 
so much sleeping. Uh, I really, um, I forgot how kind of heavy the, oh, actually, I'll let you do your theme song before I get into that. I might be behind you a second because mine hasn't started yet. Oh. Well, let me let me pause it here. All right, let's I'm, pause. I'm at 255. Where are you at? Oh, wow. I'm at 243. How did we get uh, off so much already? I don't oh, know. because I was trying to fix the text. Oh, gotcha. All right, yeah, let That's me right. 255. We'll do a countdown and start the, the stuff. Right. Yeah, I forgot how heavy the subject matter until I did the research for this episode is. All right, I'm paused at 2.55. All right, and we're going to play in three, two, one, play. This is Star Trek. Assisted suicide. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I, that's why I had to add it because it, 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 it's too upbeat if you don't have the assisted suicide part. Uh, okay. This episode also aired on March thirteenth, nineteen ninety-five. Everybody. Uh I'm super duper stoked for uh, this week's episodes. I'm I like this episode a lot, and I really do love the fact that we're going to do some Pokemon on Wednesday. But I don't think everyone understands how much I love the episodes we're coming up up to on Deep Space Nine. It's going to physically annoy me that we're going to break up the two parter into into a with a Voyager episode because I'm like, no, you must know what happens. But I will try and <laughs> back spoilers. All right, so let's get back into Voyager and these dead people that they found. Now, being human, they're clearly just going to start, you know, taking these bodies back and, um, you know, basically touching everything that they can because that's what humans do when they find graves. Yep. Actually, bodies. I think this is actually a really smart moment of, like, character development, especially for the culture that Chakotay is supposed to represent because he very much takes the lead in how they handle these bodies and he's very respectful, as you would imagine he would be, because his people did get fucked over over and over again when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah. See Mount Rushmore if you want more information. Um, Not that I think he's from that tribe specifically, but it is pretty fucked up if you actually look into the history of Mount Rushmore. Terry Kim going with the very human and uh, may I say American response of cut them open and see what's going on inside. Right. Like, this is where I know I'm too much of a white person because it wouldn't even occur to me not to use scans and yeah. only use your eyes.
not to be mistaken with Qataria 11. Right, of course. That place is a hellhole. Yep. <laughs> what do you do with that situation? Oopsie, my bad. I desecrate a grave. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely all you do. There's another bowl of food, you fat-ass cat. I just put a fresh bowl of food down so my cats wouldn't meow while my cat wouldn't meow, but there's another one over there that they didn't touch. They just wanted fresh food, apparently. Ah, yes, residue. Right. Well, that's true. There's not really a burial right to the clans, but later on we do find out they have kind of a ritual where, um, in, I think it's in a Deep Space Nine episode we're going to see later, where they basically sit with the body. It's like an old tradition to sit with the body to keep predators away from eating the body. So, yeah, that's that's their tradition. They don't really care once they get the body where they're going to dispose of it, but they do sit with it for a while. Very clean on them if you if you haven't figured that out. Good thing everybody got out there a transporter. In no way did anything go wrong. Yeah. Um that's awkward. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So I've talked about before how O'Brien on Deep Space Nine gets a torture episode every season. Yeah. Um, Harry Kim's very much the same way. A lot of episodes of shit going wrong with Harry. So yeah, basically the light that they saw in the cavern was one of the bodies arriving, so Harry got mixed up and switched with that body. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be fine. Take that, Harry. That's what you get for being on the show Star Trek. (laughs) Why why you gotta be such a loser all the time and stand near where corpses are gonna be coming out? Seriously. Come on, man. Yeah, so the guy that wrote this episode um, was one of the guys that worked on uh, Next Generation too, and he'd been trying to think of a way to write a story about the afterlife since that time, and this is when he finally came up with a way to do it. Okay. (laughs) She's alive, and she sounds like a man now. Uh oh. 
Rondo Rondo Immediately he just starts the religion. I am God. <laughs> Hear me, Roar. What's your last gift to the children? All the years of love and happiness you're still going to share? Is it going to go on a vacation? Is that where it's going to go? Is this completely unrelated to the other stuff we've seen so far? Probably. Yeah, he's going to Disney World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, this would bum me out. Like, they're so sure there's an afterlife, and now uh, some weird-ass alien's going to come by and tell them, nope. <laughs> and this is where we're going to house you for the first thousand years. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yep. The next emanation, of course. Did you see my dad over there? <laughs> Please tell me he remembers who he is. No, he remembers. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. No, but he doesn't understand what he what they think he where he they think he was at. <laughs> And that's going to be a problem, as you can probably imagine. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those episodes that it's not like a bad episode, but it's one of those ones that I usually skip when I'm watching Voyager just for the sake of it. Because it's a good episode for Harry, because it's a lot of character development, but it's just one of those, you know, very character developing episodes. So, well, like there's a lot of Deep Space Nine episodes. Plus, it's such a heavy topic that it's like, Usually I'm not in the mood to talk about death and the afterlife and um, other things that this episode deals with. It's all going to be fine. Just just wait over there until we're ready to kill you. Yeah, could you stop freaking out the other soon-to-be-dead people? <laughs> Uh-oh. There are no rings around his planet.
Yeah, he's in the world of the living. Stanley, what you doing? This also seems like a questionable decision, by the way. Right? So the alien that came back, you're not watching long, um, instead of Harry, they're going to revive her because they need information. That seems like a problem. Oh, yeah, and also the new element they discovered is basically... It's it's kind of like a webbing or cotton that their bot this alien body naturally secretes when they die. <laughs> oh man, I got some in my mouth. <laughs> oh man, I thought that was cotton candy. Oh. Eat so much cotton candy. Thank God they didn't take Mr. Paris. He would have just been down there eating cotton candy. Hi. You're in the afterlife. Your brother will be along in a minute. Um... Oh, I love I love it when Star Trek does this, and it does it more often than you think. Where they, like, even though they have that rule about not interfering, they just cure horrible diseases for certain people. One of my favorites from uh, Star Trek Four. There's a they go back in time in that episode to like 1980s America, and they go to a hospital, and there's this old lady who's dying of kidney failure, and the doctor walks through and is like what the hell are these people doing? And just like grabs two pills out of his bag and gives to her and her kidneys are magically fixed. <laughs> uh, makes me laugh every time I think about it. <laughs> oh, of course not. That'd be stupid. I mean, besides the weird religious stuff, it would actually be very neat and tidy to just get rid of bodies off of your planet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and answer your questions after we, we talk a little bit more about mine. This is where like being an honest Starfleet person is not a good, um, a good thing really.
Well, I'm not sure if you decompose really. They wouldn't let me cut you open. So we're not exactly sure what happened. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> he didn't laugh maniacally. <laughs> I shouldn't give him that credit. Someone tells me Harry's not going to get away by himself. Harry's going to have to do some shit to get away. Let's just say that for now. <laughs> She's not freaking out about the whole being alive after death thing. Trauma queen. I honestly... Okay, so I know how the story ends. I do know where, like, sort of how it all comes back together. I don't remember what the fuck happens to her. I don't think it's good, though. I think something really bad happens. I just realized that the, either, with the guy looking for a way to tell a story about the afterlife, this is not the only time they deal with this in detail throughout the Voyager. It's like one of the main themes is the afterlife and time travel kind of a Voyager when, you, when I really think about it. It will frighten you, Janeway. Oh, it will. Not to spoil anything. Listen, your brother is a corpse on the asteroid field. I'm sure we yep. could find his body if you'd like. Hmm. He's somewhere out there. Over the rainbow. Feels like a better option than what you had like an hour ago. I mean, I guess if you thought you were going to like some sort of like paradise place, then maybe it's different. I don't know. We're going to try to get you home. We don't want you here either. You're annoying. Yeah, you keep crying about stupid shit that doesn't matter like your brother. Exactly. I'm going to try and step through it. No, no, not again. I'm just going to start dropping bodies on there. I oh, mean, left the happen. bodies at the floor. 
and you know the Star Trek, you know, because they're good um, aliens, they don't keep just reviving these people as they show up in the ship or nothing. That's not what's about to happen. Oh God. Oh, it's not like they have a whole rule about not interfering with other cultures. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, the other, obviously the other part of this is, um, like I've been saying, is euthanasia. Because as you're going to find out, this guy who's the other guy waiting with Harry, he's not sick, really. He's um, dying because... He'd be a, he's being a burden on his family. I think he might have been injured, but he's not like in threat of dying. Wow. Yeah. That's why his wife was talking about like it was such a wonderful sacrifice. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if the if your beliefs about the afterlife are real. But... Yeah. <laughs> Just keeps pushing. No, seriously, think about your father. My boyfriend will be very upset if you don't go through with this. <laughs> the pool boy has been cleaning for the past 12 hours waiting for me to come back. I really need to leave. I love that she gets mad at Kim like he did anything. Right? He is going to die, damn it. Die! <laughs> Yeah, I think he's about to talk about why he's there. Um, yes, it's a very beautiful place filled with trees and um, squeaker toys. And no, that's dog heaven. Really stop giving these people more information. It's not going to be helpful to them. I feel like if we went back to this planet like 50 years after Kim had left, there'd been like, there's definitely going to be some sort of religious war about people that no longer believe. Like, many, many people are going to die. Yeah. So, yeah, he's injured. He's, his leg doesn't work, so he can't like provide as well as he should be able to. So you're telling me in this, apparently in this advanced civilization, they don't have office workers. Apparently not. Or they've just gotten so comfortable with the idea of dying that it's like, yeah, it's easier just to die and go be someplace else. If you were like 100% sure of like that heaven was a real thing and that you would just get there if you died, um, wouldn't you just go when life got difficult? That was actually a real problem in the early church, which is why suicide's a sin in the uh, most Christian faiths. Uh-huh. 
Also, my legs kind of fucked up. I mean, thank you for not <laughs> staring. I was making ice cream, and shit went wrong. <laughs> he literally just said it's his family's idea. <laughs> like, how do you bring that up? Like, Dad, we've been talking. You're kind of a bummer since your leg went all wonky. Maybe it's time to die. I just thrown it out there. But you are. You're clearly judging. You're very judgy right now, Mr. Harry Kim. Yes, the wife definitely did it out of love. She really loves that pool boy. Really does. And this is going to be so much easier. Um, I know you don't watch Rick and Morty, but there's a really funny bit that they did where um, they meet an alien, and this alien's belief is that if they die um, by being killed by like a great warrior, they get to go to like a heaven. Um, but then uh, Morty like asks him like, "Wow, it must be nice to be so sure about an afterlife." And he's like, "Wait, you're, you don't you're not sure about the afterlife?" Like, and like puts the doubt in his head, so he runs away and <laughs> as he's hit by a car. He uh, like gets dragged down to their version of hell. <laughs> uh, it's real. It's a really funny kind of like the exact opposite of this, basically. Okay, gotta go wake that guy up too. I feel like I understand why they did this because I think Star Trek does this a lot when they deal with death. They always leave just that much doubt. So they're not one way or another 100% saying whether the belief is bullshit or not. Yeah. And that's what they just did there where Jane was like, oh, they just released some sort of weird neural energy. So. I mean, it's smart of them. Yeah. No, like I said, all the other episodes where they deal with death on Voyager, they, they, they do something similar where it's like, can't be 100% sure that, you know, nothing happens. Yeah. But, um, one of the ones which I it's really one of my favorites because it's a really good episode um, I won't even say who because it'll be more fun to get there one of the characters dies for like 17 hours is like dead dead for 17 hours and then is brought back and has an existential crisis because nothing happened in that 17 hours hmm. Remember when you were dead a few hours ago? Isn't that delicious? <laughs> I don't even know what that's supposed to be. Like, what does the liquid serve the rest of the snack? Oh. Like, obviously, it's supposed to be like, oh, this is alien food, but I don't even understand how you're supposed to eat that. Yeah. Yes, most of us do. Thanks for bringing it up. You're such a fucking bummer. Like, ugh.
You should listen to her. She's from a magical species that if they work on their powers can control matter at the subatomic level. Sorry, that's that's a spoiler for her character. Sort of, actually, it's really odd that this is in 95 because it's very similar to um, the beliefs of the Heaven's Gate cult because mm. before they did the suicide thing, they were supposed to just full body get on a spaceship and go live with aliens in what was like literal heaven, like space alien heaven. Wow. Um, yeah, it obviously got changed later and that's how the suicides happened, but it's really similar. And the fact that it's like a year before or a year after this episode aired is really weird. And they were really big Star Trek fans, so I'm sure they saw this episode. Yeah, we could just shoot her and assume it works the <laughs> other way. They have no idea what's going on. Like, there was a giant snowstorm at my house. I have not dug anything out. There are people talking close enough to outside my house that I can hear them, and that weirds me out. That's weird. Yeah. Like, we have neighbors across the way that like to sit out and on their back porch and, you know, talk and whatever, but usually it's when it's across. Because I, I know where, obviously, I know where you live. Like, yeah. are we talking, like, across the front of your house or across the side? Towards the back. They would be, like, directly across oh, the your room. And be. The one with the I lights gotcha. on Like, in the back, yeah. uh, like, the place that's like behind your backyard. Yeah, across the street, they have the lights on their um on their porch. If you ever saw it, like they hang down off of the back of their porch. Oh, so not direct, like behind and across, not directly behind. Yeah, they're behind and oh, across. Oh, I hear what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, they like to sit out there when it's good weather and talk, and like just because it's usually quiet around here, you can hear it pretty well. But Damn. usually not inside the house, which is what's I'm like. What the hell? Why are there people walking around my house right that's now? Pleasant. Yeah. yeah, the door's locked, and I didn't shovel the driveway, so there's like you know a foot of snow. <laughs> them, so honestly, Jen's not supposed to be back until next Friday, and there's a couple of days, like three days, that it's going to be over fifty. So I'm just going to let the fucking snow melt and see if it all goes away before she actually gets home. It should. Yeah, if it's going to be in the fifties, it, it shouldn't last more than like a day or two. Yeah, and I don't have I have all the food I need in the house, and no one's coming over, so I don't see the reason to hurt my back to yeah. run out of the driveway. Yeah, no, that should be fine. Oh no, the transporter's not working. Who the fuck could have predicted that? Hey guys, thanks for waking me up from death just to fucking kill me again in the transporter. Right? Yep. They, wow, they really um very quickly start um, creating that uh, stuff around their bodies. Like, she's been dead for like 30 seconds and she's already covered in some. Jesus. Okay, so... Honestly, it's less depressing than what I thought. And I always have trouble remembering that. 
because I thought she eventually kills herself just out of depression, but no, she just dies them trying to get her back to where she came from. Good granny. <laughs> Such a lighthearted episode. I'm just so much like, laughs and yucks to be had. About that not interfering stuff, like Oh yeah. No, this episode completely just spits in the face. Like the not interference stuff goes out the window once you're trying to like save a member of your crew, basically. And that happens consistently. I have to get back. I swear to God, everything you believe in your religion is a lie. Now let me go. <laughs> it is nice to see a religion that, um, well, is clearly going to lie to people about what's going what's happened here. Uh, didn't start with a lie. You know what I mean? Like, they, they really thought they were doing what they thought they were doing. And they had more proof than most religions, I would say. Hey. So, yeah, so they just transport, but their clothes don't go with them, I guess, then, because then you couldn't keep the shroud if it went through them or with yeah. them. That's interesting. I feel like you guys think about death a little bit too much. Like, you're way too comfortable with it. Like, oh, man, this is so much fun wrapping dad in his death shroud. Like him and his brother, just like, I'll race you to get to dad's feet. <laughs> I love that it's like, I have other options, but you know what? Death is easier on my family. It's fine. It's whatever. Oh, my thing just froze. Oh, poop on a cracker. Yeah, especially because we're almost done. Yeah, I'll let you know when I get it back up and running. All right. Stupid. Might have been my fault because I did press the button, but I think it was my fault. It's all your fault. Oh, your face is fault. So this might take me a minute because I think it's going to go back to the episode before, which has been doing recently, and I don't know why. How dare you? So I might need a minute to get back to where I was. Oh, well, I'm doing this just to have something to talk about. Um, I'm excited to see that a lot of people are saying this year's WWE game, uh, video game is actually pretty good. I've seen, uh, we'll see. I've seen some play. I'm I'm really frustrated at the GM mode. Yeah. I'm still not going to give them full price, but I'm glad to see that when I do eventually like buy it for a way cheaper price, it might be worth having. You know what I mean? 
It might be worth a cheaper price. But like, that, have you seen the GM mode stuff? No, I haven't really looked. I've seen some gameplay, but not the actual GM stuff. Well, guess what's not in it? I I don't know GMs. Tag titles. What? Guess how many titles there are for each brand. Two. Three? Okay, that's fucking weird. A men's heavyweight title and a women's heavyweight title, and that's it. You get a men's champ and a women's champ. Have fun. Uh, 30, I want to talk about this more in a minute, but I'm at 37.14. Where are you at? Ooh, 37.15. Okay. All right, so we're at 37.15, uh, and we're going to play in 3, 2, 1, play. Yeah, I don't, that I don't understand. So you waited a decade plus to bring back this mode that a lot of people loved. And, and shit. Um, right. Is that and what WWE does? does? It's what they do. It's like, oh, you really like this? We're not going to give it to you. We're going to make you wait so long. And then when we finally do give it to you, it's going to be a shell of its former self. Right. Yeah, that's, I don't understand. Like, but we hate you. And I'm not a huge GM mode. Like I know you love GM mode. I wasn't I like love GM mode. It wasn't the thing that like I was looking forward to most, but I would have expected it to be at least as good as it was back in the day. I would expect better, especially when you have two fucking years to work on it, and everybody's been waiting for this mode for you know, like I said, a decade plus. That's really weird. They just like the shit on their fans, dude. I'm telling yeah. you, they really do. They love it. I mean, are you? I, uh, I sent you that text earlier. Are you excited about Butch and Gunther becoming the new uh, tag team of WWE? What? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I saw that. I didn't get what you were saying because I don't watch them. They renamed Pete Don Butch. What? Yep. <laughs> and Gunther is obviously Walter. They renamed Pete Don Butch. Like he's on the main roster. I don't. I had something to do with Sheamus, but apparently he was renamed Butch. That's his name now. So Butch and Gunther, a.k.a. Uh-huh. Pete Dunn and Walter, are a tag team on the main roster? No, they're not a tag team. That was my joke. But the fact that they renamed them oh. Butch and Gunther was God, I hate you. Like the one thing that would have, I mean, it wouldn't have made it okay because still shit, but like. Right. They renamed it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It's just like, oh, sorry. Yeah, even if they were a tag team, at least that'd be something. But no. Not even that. It's just that they've renamed them both those ridiculous names. By the way, um, this is the part of the moment. This is the moment that's really a big thing for him because he's just assuming they're going to find him because he knows that Todd's going to kill him. <laughs> like wow. he, uh, yeah. Not even a little bit. He knows he's going to have to die to get back to where he was. Holy shiitake mushrooms. A family member gets to hit the fucking button that kills you? Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. One, two, three. By the way, this is way more painful than it was advertised. You'll be happy to know that uh, his death felt like it took him 70 years to accomplish. Oh, good. I I was being earlier. They were not. Um, 
they were not like waking everybody up. They actually sent them to the asteroid where they should be. Mm. So there's another episode where an alien group just shows up. I think, I think I might be mixing it up with a, a deep space time episode we've already seen. All right, let's leave and not do any more scans before we go. Human. Dun dun dun. It'd be really weird if it wasn't Harry. Right? So apparently this was uh, the moment um, that Harry, like the guy that plays Harry got a lot of, um, he got to improv, he got to choose how he comes back to life. So he really liked this moment. So I'm not saying it was like a huge choice. I'm just saying like, cool to see that he got to make that choice. That is so fucking weird that the subtitles do that. The subtitles call him, I think I mentioned it, they call him Dr. Zimmerman, and that makes no fucking sense, because that's not who he is. He's the doctor. Sorry, that just annoys me. I don't know why they did that with the subtitles. Hey, Harry's alive. Yay. One of the reasons I love this show, this is the first time that Harry comes back from the dead. There (laughs) will be others. Oh, he dies so many times on this on the show. Yeah, let's everybody give Harry his space. I mean, he just died, so clearly he wants to be as alone as possible. <laughs> Captain, I'm fine. I wonder what you do with two days off on, on Voyager. Hopefully get into the holodeck, I guess. I really reflect that. I hope I just... <laughs> yeah, it's so easy. Like I've died like 17 times already just to get to Captain. <laughs> Yeah, you know, in that little pink diary that we all know you have. The unicorn on it. Yeah. Although you say it's a horse with a sword on its head to guard my hopes and dreams. (laughs) By the way, I stole that joke from Scrubs. Nobody write us. Unless you want to write us. Hell, if you want to write us and tell me I'm stealing jokes, I'll take it. Why are you going to be such a negative Nancy? And here we go, just wrapping up the fact that they, they got the neural energy thing, so there's a possibility. Yeah, so the energy that, that gets released is part of a field that surrounds the entire planet. So maybe, I don't know.
And Q pops in and goes, nope, it's all bullshit. We actually just <laughs> use that energy to run our toilets. Sorry, I see you're having a moment. So I will leave now. <laughs> you know what? That's my bad. I'll, I'll take the L on this one. It's all fine. Bum, bum, bum. And there you go. There's emanations. Um, what did you think of that episode? Uh, I mean, it was heavy. <laughs> yeah. I think it really does. Well, it's a really good Star Trek episode, and it, it does deal with a topic that's very heavy, but it does it in a really cool way. But it does yeah. make it one of those episodes where you kind of want to be in the right mood to watch it. <laughs> Because otherwise, it's depressing as fuck. Um, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Well, let's see here. I'm just pulling up the next episode. I know what the next episode is because I've been waiting for it for months now. But I want to make sure I get the title right. So I'm just pulling up the next episode of Deep Space Nine. Uh, while I do that, I can say that uh, this Wednesday we're going to be doing Pokemon, which is <laughs> just a nice juxtaposition, really, when you think about it. We're going to go from... Assisted Suicide Pokemon, but that seems like what our show should do. Um, oh, good, because I was going to say that the title was the wrong one because it's a two-parter. Um, yeah, so as far as uh, next week goes, we're going to be doing Season 3, Episode 20 of uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. It's called Improbable Cause. Um, I'll just read you the, the description. A peaceful afternoon is shattered when Garrick's uh, shop is destroyed by an explosion. Woo! I mean, uh... Shut up, you stupid woo. Um, And, man, I just, I don't know what to say. I will say that as far as, like, the larger story that the whole series is based on, this is the first, these two episodes are the first really big um, step in that story. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't the character development stuff before. This is the stuff dealing with the Dominion War and all that stuff starting, in a way. Although, you don't know... I gave a little bit too much away just by saying that, but you don't know that at the beginning, because it's all about Garrick's shop and why it exploded, but that that's where it eventually gets us, which is why I love it so fucking much. Anyway, so I'm very excited about that. Uh-huh. And then... Woo! And then this Wednesday, though, I, I don't know if we've decided, but I think we're going to probably do like three episodes of Pokemon. So we're going to start with Pokemon Indigo, um, which is the stuff that I really know. I didn't watch it much past that. So, But there's still like 80 episodes. So it'll be a while before we ever get to an episode where it's past the point where I stop watching. Um, but yeah, so we're going to start with like the first maybe three episodes just to make a nice hour something episode for Wednesday. Um, <laughs> Oh, I had a question for you that we can do on air. Uh, no. I, with WrestleMania coming up, would you be interested in watching um, some, I don't know how you want to do a classic WrestleMania. I would love to sit down and do WrestleMania 9 because it's horrible, but I love it. And I think mm-hmm. it would be fun to do it for the podcast. Or we could just pick and choose WrestleMania matches like we did for SummerSlam. As um, yeah, I don't, that might be better, honestly. Um <laughs> Right. Yeah, so, uh, I'll um, have to give it some thought. We have we have a little bit of time left. I'll, I'll have to give it some thought, though. Yeah, so Not I think that, 
it'll be some the next time we get to chaos ever it'll be some sort of wrestlemania themed show since neither of us are probably going to watch this year's we'll watch something from the past that we actually did like and yeah. uh, talk about it um <laughs> all right i think that's about it for tonight did you have anything else you wanted to add buddy just the usual please talk to us please okay please, yeah. please. If you want to talk to us, you can write us at chaospodshow at gmail. You can follow the show at chaospodshow on Twitter or me at lastgilchrist1 on Twitter. Um, you can also follow me on TikTok at lastgilchrist. And I've recently roped in DJ Madman, who's going to make TikToks and send them to me for me to post. So he'll be on uh, my TikTok awesome. um, as well. And by the way, you're welcome to do that too, buddy. If you want to do like the do like three minute videos or do whatever you want, I will put up your videos on TikTok. I don't know if you feel like doing it, but if you want to, you're more than welcome. Just to give that Maybe. more variety. I'll have, to, I'll have to look into it. I've never done something like that before, so we'll see. Yeah. I'll send you some stuff that I've done and like I'm really cool with anything. The idea is just for sort of like a mini ad for our show that hopefully a lot of people will see, but it's all about the algorithm, basically. Your algorithm. All right. Yeah, I hope <laughs> okay, that was an all right. Like, yeah, no, I'm an algorithm. I got it. Um, <laughs> okay, sounds about right. Sounds about right. So, yeah, I hope everybody has a good week. We will see you Wednesday, and uh, yeah, see you soon. You see you.